cash flow. Item 19, digital marketing, estate planning. If those terms cause you to pause even for a second, this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Dr. Kathy Gosser. We cover a new topic each week, clearly and concisely. Business insights not piled on you like you are a buffet plate, but each topic broken down and easy to digest. Welcome to Small Bites of Business Insights. Hello, this is Kathy, and here's my good friend from Profit Soup, Barb Nuss. Let's talk about KPIs. So we always hear people using the term KPI. What exactly is that? KPI, it's an acronym. It stands for Key Performance Indicator. And by definition, that's a measurement that evaluates how successfully, like either an organization or an employee or a team, how successfully we meet our objectives. So the key thing where that comes in is when we choose the right metrics to track. So I like to start by considering what is it that you have to get right to be successful in this business model that I'm in, and then work out how I can measure it. And those become my KPIs. All right. So if the objective is to make a profit, then what you're saying is I need to think about what are those metrics or what are those things I need to get right to be profitable? Yes, that's a great starting point. For key performance indicators to be useful management tools, you need to differentiate between leading indicators and lagging indicators, okay? Lagging indicators measure results. So in this case, profit, right? That was the result you said you were after. Mm -hmm. So I want to know what that is, but why do we use KPIs is to build better businesses. And if I just look at the results, I can't change those results by looking at the profit all the time. Mm -hmm. I have to focus on the things that drive profit or drive me to not make a profit. So the things that I absolutely must get right in that particular business model to be profitable. All right. So different businesses would choose different KPIs to guide them. So with all the things that you could actually measure in a business, how do you know you're focusing on the right things? Well, everything starts with sales, right? Nothing happens until somebody sells something. True. Unfortunately, you cannot manage sales. You can only manage the activities that drive sales. And so that's what I mean by results. Sales is the results. But what is the activity that drove you to actually achieve those results? So we're going to look at that selling process and just kind of tear it apart. What is it? How does it work? What do I have to do? And what do I have to do right to be successful in it? So let's just, you know, say perhaps the selling cycle starts with an investment in marketing. I put money into some web design stuff. I put money in, maybe I buy advertisements. I maybe a pay-per-click, but I, that marketing, the reason to do it is it's going to drive leads. Mm -hmm. And When I, so say that's part of my cycle and say the next thing is that those leads might come in the form of a web inquiry. They might come in a form of a phone call. And then through some process, a percentage of those leads become customers, right? Somebody talks to them, whatever they fill out some, they do some, maybe we give a bid or an estimate, they become a customer. So some KPIs Mm -hmm. that might've come from that process could be like the marketing cost per lead the number of new customers, the lead conversion percentage for every lead, what percentage of them became customers. So we're evaluating the efficiency of that process. That's what I see as KPIs. They're the key performance indicators. 
And if I drop, if I don't get enough new customers, I'm not going to get the sales. If I get a don't, and then I'm going to ask myself the question, what's the problem here? Am I not getting leads or do my salespeople not know how to close them? So if we're really trying to solve problems in our business, we want to look at what's the process and measure the activity so we can determine where we might, you know, need more focus. Ah, that makes sense. But these numbers don't come from financial statements. Correct. We need other systems besides just accounting systems to track the activities that drive a successful business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the financial statements, those are the results, right? So those are lagging indicators. I like to look at them. They give me feedback about my results, but they don't, they tell me what, they don't tell me why or how. If I'm going to change it, I need to look at the activities that drove the results. And that's where KPIs are essential. Got it. So Barb, how about you give us some examples to provide more clarity about the difference between the leading indicators and the lagging indicators? Sure. Let's put it in terms that everyone can relate to. Let's say I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. We can all relate to that, right? So every morning I get on the scale and I look at my weight. That's a lagging indicator. Mm -hmm. It's the result. It's measuring for the result that I'm after. But if I want to actually achieve my weight loss goal, I have to focus not on getting on the scale and being depressed, right? I have to focus on the activities that drive weight loss. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't matter how many times I get on the scale. If I don't eat less and move around more, I'm not going to lose the weight, right? So what do I want to measure? What are the leading indicators that I should measure? Because I can measure the calories consumed. Mm -hmm. And that used to be horrible, but now there's apps that make it easier. So I can measure the calories that I consumed and I can influence the number of calories by eating smaller portions of healthier foods, right? Mm -hmm. So that's something we can do. So now we're changing our, our behavior to drive a different result because of the, the, this additional information we have. Now I also need to move around more because if I do, I'll burn more of those calories. And that's a little harder to measure calories burned. So maybe I don't want to measure that, but I know I could measure moving around, right? So maybe I say, I'm going to walk 10,000 steps per day. And maybe that's a good start. And maybe getting to the gym three times a week, that measures the activities. So it's not necessarily how many calories did I burn, that direct correlation, but it's the things that influence it And then I can focus on those things and make sure I do them, right? Mm -hmm. So my leading indicators, like my KPIs that I'm going to measure, that are going to things that drive my success, maybe it's the number of days per week that I stay under 1,300 calories or walk a minimum of 10,000 steps. And maybe I throw in another goal of spending an hour at the gym three days a week. So that's an example of like focusing on the leading indicators to get the result, just like where we focused on those uh, sales drivers instead of sales. Gosh, that makes so much sense. And thank you for putting it in terms we all understand, but let's take it back to a business perspective. Okay. So let's think back to that example about the selling process. Mm -hmm. The result we were after was to increase sales, which was the lagging indicator. The leading indicators are the numbers of leads generated, the conversion percentage, the number of new customers, and maybe even the average ticket, right? Mm -hmm. So we want more customers to come to us more frequently and spend more each time. Mm -hmm. The only way to get more sales is through those three things. Gosh, that that makes total sense. But beyond sales, 
What other areas of the business should you consider when you're choosing your KPIs? All right. I know you've heard this answer from me before. It just always works. It depends. (laughs) So it depends on what you need to get right to be successful in a business like yours, which may be very different than what it takes to get right in in a business like mine, right? So we have to think about what matters, what drives success in your business model. And that's going to determine what areas deserve your focus. Hands down, though, for most businesses, sales, people, Mm -hmm. labor, and marketing or how you drive those sales, those things are in the mix. Um, You think about uh, like something where people say, what's the success of business? If the answer in your business model was location, 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 right? That means you probably pay, paid a lot of money for your location, yeah. in which case the sales per square foot or sales per dollar of occupancy costs might also be an important thing to, to pay attention to. The problem with that one is once you've bought it, you got it. I mean, you can't really get, at least you can't really change it. The only thing you do is sell more, right? You still need to know what that relationship is. And I, I think of the, the lease as, um, and that rent amount, it's like a tattoo, <laughs> Once you got it, you got it, you know? Yes. So um, I call it the rent tattoo. And once you have it, all you can do now is sell more. Um, Yeah, there's a Jimmy Buffett song that's really fun to think about. Calls a tattoo a permanent reminder of a temporary feeling. Oh my gosh, that's great. Okay, I think of your rent as that too. Like when I I started with this great big place because I had this feeling that I was going to just knock it out of the park. And it will be your permanent reminder of that yeah. feeling. So you better be knocking it out of the park. Oh, that totally that totally makes sense. Thanks for talking about that. Did you want to talk? Uh, we talked a little bit about the sales KPIs. What about labor KPI? Right, because labor is essential. Right, it's it's one of the things that's really important. So especially if it's a service model. So the percent of hours that worked you know, that are, that are charged to clients. So chargeable hours compared to all hours work, that might be something you'd measure in a service business. Um, If you staffing shortages, everybody's got them right now. If that causes costly overtime, you might choose to measure a KPI. That's my overtime pay as a percentage of total payroll, or maybe even better yet, the number of qualified job applicants I re that I interviewed because staffing is the key to success. So am I making sure I'm, I'm expanding that? That's a key function today is recruiting and what, what focusing that attention, not just somebody quit, I need somebody, but staffing at a level for today's um, transitory workforce, you might have to have more staff than otherwise, because you know, people are going to turn over. Right. Staff turnover is one is a KPI, right? Mm-hmm. Because the more people that turn over, I'm going to have to retrain and that's going to cause costs. So these are all just think about what you have to get right in labor and then find a way to measure it. That makes total sense. So let's talk about marketing. What KPIs can help measure the marketing department's activities? So like we talked about before, we usually measure the leads that are generated in relation to the marketing spend or the cost per lead. Mm -hmm. But you absolutely must choose your KPIs wisely because they do drive behavior, right? Let's say that you reward your marketing department based on 
a cost per lead, a low cost per lead. I got a lot of leads for a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. So they're going to want to produce as many leads as possible for a little money as possible. And if they're successful, they're going to produce tons of volume. And many of those leads are not quality leads. They go over into the salesperson's you know, task list to follow up on though. Mm -hmm. And the salespeople's performance is probably measured by the percentage of leads they convert, right? How good am I at turning those leads into sales? They are not happy because more than half of their leads were low quality leads. They were people surfing the internet. They just clicked on something because they were curious. They were never good prospects. Mm -hmm. And sorting through all those bad leads causes the response time, the sales people's response time to suffer in responding to the people who were good mm -hmm. candidates or good prospects. Mm -hmm. So you've just created an incentive plan for the marketing department to continue to drive that problem, right? Mm -hmm. So if we could reward the marketing department based on like qualified leads or good leads, um, that would be good. It's kind of hard to define, you know, maybe you can in your model, but what if we rewarded based on um, customer acquisition costs, that is the marketing costs divided by the number of new customers. Now they're responsible for the salespeople's performance too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they only, they want to put things into the funnel that are worthy of our resources. So they're only going to get rewarded if the marketing and the sales processes are efficient and a more efficient business is a more profitable business. So, so maybe you look at team functions and we reward the team when we achieve these team goals. So I think definitely what you're talking about is one watch out are competing KPIs. And it happens all the time. And like, I, I'm going to restate it, be careful what you wish for, because they do drive behavior. So mm -hmm. always think back, am I measuring the right thing? What's, what's happening here? What's the problem now? Do we need to shift what we're measuring? Excellent. Thank you. So what about gross profit margin? That seems like it's pretty important too. Yes, because gross profit measures how efficiently we produce our products or our services in relation to the, the price we charge, right? Mm -hmm. And if we don't get that right, it really won't matter how much we sell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you, you can't make it up by using fewer paper clips or things later on, right? So <laughs> it's, it, you know, you absolutely have to be efficient there. If you're not good at what you do for a living, <laughs> what can you be good at? And it is the benchmark that measures all, how good we are at producing what we do for a living. Mm -hmm. And we might look at that as a percentage of sales, but still it's a lagging indicator. So to maybe like if I'm a manufacturer or, or a service business, it's a, a lagging indicator from labor efficiency, right? I spent too much time doing the thing. Uh, so we might look to the leading indicators of gross profit of what causes me to get it right. So if it's something you have to build or construct or service that you perform, you're going to look at the efficiency of the labor. You might also look at your pricing and discounting practices, right? Because when you think about uh, that as a percentage, it's a leading indicator to net profit. But every bit of a improvement you make to gross profit falls through the bottom line. Right. And so if let's just say my people, they did it for the same amount of time I expected, but instead of selling it for what I would normally sell it for, I cut my price by 10%. So my competition didn't get it. Well, now that's another reason why margins suffer and it has nothing to do with the labor and 
you know, it wasn't their fault we cut the price. We, so we want to measure the labor for how efficiently maybe they, how many hours it took to do mm-hmm. it as opposed to that cost as a percentage of sales. So all I got to do is cut the price and it makes my labor people look like they messed up. So we want to understand how pricing impacts it too. But gross profit is so important because every bit of improvement falls right through to the bottom line. And that's why like restaurant operations in their gross profit, they're going to be really focused on food costs Mm -hmm. and controlling that waste. Mm -hmm. Like a printer, they're concerned with jobs that need to be redone, right? Because I did it three times and only got paid for it once. That's Mm -hmm. going to create waste. So I'm going to measure reruns. Mm -hmm. So find the definition of waste in your production process if you want to measure the leading indicators of gross profit. Because if you find the definition of waste and now you learn how to measure it, you've got some KPIs that are leading indicators to strong profit margins. Oh, gosh, that's so well said. I mean, I can definitely see how KPIs are vastly different from the business ratios that accountants and bankers typically use to evaluate business performance. All right, current ratio, quick ratio. We hate those words, right? They are all lagging indicators. But I'm going to say that in their defense, it's all they can do with the information they have, because all they have is the financial statements and the financial statements are 100% lagging, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they have. So that's what they focus on. And when you think about um, the job that they have to do is to not, they're not focused on improving the business. They're focused on if I lend money to this business, can I lose my job because it goes bad, you know? So it's really in the results, you know, they're not really thinking about how can I fix it? It's not their job to figure out how to fix it. It's their job to make a good lending decision where the bank will get paid back. So they're looking for risk. They're looking for, to see maybe how you compare to other companies like yours, they might benchmark you against industry information, but they're only benchmarking results because that's all they have transparency to. Mm -hmm. So The management team, on the other hand, they're the ones that drive the success. And while they might be measured by their results, if they want to actually improve the results, they need to focus on the activities that drive that improvement. So they need to select KPIs that align with the things that matter most for their business model, the leading indicators, and the numbers that they need. So that to do all that is not necessarily going to come from the financial statements. They might need numbers of employees, leads, all those other things that come from all those other systems. Oh, Barb, this has been so fascinating because typically when you hear lagging, you think, oh, that's not good. But the lagging indicator is truly just your end result. But leading, they're called that for a reason. You focus on those and you will get those results. So this has just been so insightful. Thank you so much for walking us through KPIs and and really getting a deeper understanding of those. You're welcome. Thank you to our partner in the financial section of Small Bites of Business Insights, Ms. Barbara Ness. Barbara is the owner of Profit Soup, which is a company that will provide you with training and support for all your financial needs in franchising. Small Bites of Business Insights is brought to you by the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. If you have a question or comment for us, just send us an email at feedback at smallbitesofbusinessinsights.com.